Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Underwear check, Jimmy. Underwear check. Yeah, these are the frilly ones. Oh, you got the nice and frilly on. <laughs> hey, you're making me wear ladies' underwear. There you go. <laughs> That's a nice set. <laughs> these are Hanes. Pretty comfy, but mine that colors don't fit me. They're you still got to get them on before no. the end of the week or else you owe us a case of beer. No, I don't. I think that's the rule. Yeah. No, it's not. That there you go. wasn't stipulated. The underwear check from the locker room. They lost round 15 of the celebrity death pool. And um, I had the queen and they have to wear used women's underwear that I bought at Value Village for the rest of the week. And um, the next the next bet is what? The two oh, losers Mexican. have to eat nothing but Mexican food for one week. That's that's not the worst idea. You can only drink Mexican beer as well. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I could do Coronas for a week. We don't have to do Mexican water, do we? Yeah. No, we've we, water can't drink and coffee. Water. water and coffee was um, off the off the list. We said the locker room topic of the day. What's something only an idiot would own? Or purchase. And the way I approached this was, what do I own? <laughs> what have I bought or what do I have that yeah. I look at and I'm like, what, why did I buy that? There was, like, I I read the, the, the Reddit thing and there were some obvious ones in there. Yeah, there was a Reddit thread about it. Like the one that, that was right at the top was your buddy with the t-shirt that says, your daughter calls me daddy. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's... It, you don't even need to explain that one. There was the anti-5G cage for your router. Which I didn't know existed until this this discussion this mm-hmm. morning, but apparently that is a thing. I actually Googled it. There are people out there that um, are so worried about 5G entering their home through their routers that they have a box that they put, a protective box that they put around it. Faraday you can't cages. Even, you can't even make this up. <laughs> This one was just a sign of the times. Carpeted bathroom floors. I've seen this. Oh, yeah. I've lived in houses with this. And I've torn them out of houses. And it's disgusting. Like when... Who does this? Back in the day, they used to do this. Yeah. One of the first houses we lived in in Barnwell had carpeted bathroom. Was it a trend or something? Yeah. Yeah, because that, yeah. It was a 70s thing. It was the thing. exact same kind of carpet that was throughout the house. Yeah, it was a, it was a 70s That's thing. and bizarre. So it I, must, yeah. In my construction days, torn some of that out, and it's... Oh, no. I, yeah, I'd quit construction. Uh, uh, Hummers. Hummers was on the list? Yeah, if you own a Hummer, you're okay. an idiot. All right. W- what about White Oakleys? Uh, <laughs> asking for a f- of a friend from someone from Saskatchewan. <laughs> White Oakley's should be on the list, I think. All right, you want to add to the list. What's something only an idiot would own? The locker room topic of the day. Yeah, you guys want to know things only an idiot would own? Yeah. Well, thankfully, I didn't get to see it, but my sweetheart had told me that you think 
carpet in the bathroom is bad, try carpet in the kitchen. Ooh, that's I've never seen that. I've never seen that. That uh, seems but that house I was but, talking about with the carpet in the bathroom also had it in the kitchen. Who does Yeah. I, I don't yeah. What's your name? It's Ian. Um the most popular one so far, something only an idiot would own. Um Carol Morgan, Kevin all saying truck nuts. I I put truck nuts on the Subaru <laughs> Did you? for comedy. Again, like I had the F Trudeau, like the big giant, yeah, the 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 the, the, the sticker on the back, yeah. And I thought people would get the humor of it. <laughs> they didn't being it on a Subaru. <laughs> so then you added the truck so, nuts. So I would just get Dodge, like guys driving black Dodge Ram trucks, like <laughs> they would pull up beside me on the white mud and go, "Hey, yeah, keep on, keep it on, brother, keep, yeah." And I was like, people are missing the humor of this. <laughs> The same thing with the truck nuts. They missed the humor Just of it. Just did not get it. The locker room topic of the day. Hello? Marianne, what's something only an idiot would own or buy? How about a carpeted toilet? Is that a thing? What do you think of the padded toilet seats? Because I've always enjoyed those. <laughs> do you? No. no, thank you. No, I like she, the padded ones. I, my parents had one in their house when we were growing up, and I thought I thought it was awful. I love it. It sounded good as an idea, and then once you're actually on it. You're like, but not the carpeted the plush one you're talking just the the foamy thing yeah, yeah. the foamy ones but then there is marianne sent a link for carpeted toilet but isn't seats. that crazy you can buy it now <laughs> you can go on amazon and dollars you get anything on amazon that should be a bet we have loser has to put a carpeted toilet seat done <laughs> thanks for your contribution marianne hey you have a good day the locker room topic of the day what's something only an idiot would own kane said crazy expensive bottles of alcohol. You know a bottle of scotch yeah. that costs a few thousand dollars that no one's going to drink. It just sits there and they show off when people come over. I've told you about a friend of mine that, um, well, he lives in Vancouver now, but he used to live in Calgary. And a couple of times a year, I'd go down there and he was always trying to get me to become a scotch drinker. He's a big scotch drinker. Mm -hmm. And he would be annoyed because I would show up with my... 15 pack of Bud Light, right? Yeah. And there was inevitably, pretty much every time I went down there, there was a point in the evening where he would try to convert me to stop drinking beer and and refine my palate and sit me down and pour a, a, a glass of scotch in front of me, mm -hmm. right? And so he would go, okay, this this is a $90 bottle and this is just, this is just the stuff that I drink on a daily basis. What do you think? And I'd go, oh, man, I don't know. It's 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 okay. Yeah. It's and then he'd go, okay, well, don't, this is a five hundred dollar bottle. <laughs> Try this. And then I'd be like, it it tastes the same as the last one you gave me. Can I put some ginger ale in it? <laughs> Where's the ice? Where's the? Coke? But he had bottles. He had a cabinet, yeah, a collection, a collection of stuff. And there's a lot of guys that are doing that now with with not just uh, scotch, but also like tequila. Mm -hmm. This is a thing now that's becoming more of a trend. Guys are getting into drinking expensive bottles. Well, at least I they don't get it. at least they drink that stuff. Kane was saying the stuff too where they don't drink. They just Oh, they just sitting just sits there. Yeah, I can't wrap my head around. That. <laughs> Locker room topic of the day. What's something only an idiot would own? Steven said a Subaru. <laughs> and then he said just get in lock. Okay, <laughs> let me explain the Subaru. 
I miss my truck. Do you? Yeah. I had an F-150 for about three or four years, and I uh, I would love to have that back. Mm-hmm. When I came here, I lost my truck deal. Yeah. So I had to go shopping, and I did research online. <laughs> Sounds like I'm making excuses for... I did research online, and it's good for people that are taller, mm-hmm. right? If I'm not going to be able... I couldn't afford a truck. I couldn't afford the gas for it. Well, right? yeah, you were driving from St. Albert to the south side and every like, day. But I need something I can actually see out of. And a lot of these SUVs now have a lower profile, mm-hmm. right? The Forester is rated higher for taller people. I'm six foot four. Yeah. And if I drive anything where... The, it's a lower it's hard for me to see like I, i'll pull up to a stoplight i can't see the the lights right right i gotta bend down so <laughs> i wanted something i could see out of it's so a good car it's okay i i'm not a huge and i we got the jasper pass yeah because you're outdoorsy so that's why out, you got a subaru we're outdoorsy even though we go to jasper once every two years <laughs> The locker room topic of the day. Something only an idiot would own. Christy said only idiots buy those stupid flags that are half Canadian, half USA. She says she wants to throat punch those people. (laughs) Yeah. I think if you're buying any sort of flag, right? Like when was the last time you went and purchased a flag? Yeah. But like not even like a band flag or something like that? Yeah. I wish that wasn't a thing though. Well, I mean, okay, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. The Ukraine flags I love. Yeah, that's fair. If there's a cause like that. Yeah, but generally speaking... I'm talking more like political something, flags. Not, there's something about that that flag thing on your car <laughs> or on your house or something. Yeah, I don't, hanging off your fence. It just automatically... And maybe, maybe I need to stop being the guy that automatically assumes something about the individual that's flying the flag. That's never going to change. Well, I I have the same assumptions. I think a lot of us do. Or bumper stickers. I'm okay with bumper stickers, though, especially if they're funny. They've been ruined. I don't know. (laughs) If you see a car with a bunch of bumper stickers, you're like, nut job. My wife uh, has pointed this out to me, and she's right. So when we're driving down the road or whatever, and then Mm -hmm. I see a guy with like 14 flags, like flapping on his car, right? (laughs) And I get triggered, right? Because I'm mad that we've lost our flag, that Mm. it's become this symbol of something. It's turned into a symbol. It's turned into this symbol, and we don't need to get into it, but I get, and she goes, well, you're part of the problem. (laughs) And she's got a good point. I mean, maybe that guy just really loves Canada. Yeah. You don't She's know. She's wrong. <laughs> but they might just be really. Maybe. Yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I'm going to read Scuba Steve's text. It so, was, yeah, it was the topic of the day. What is something only an idiot would own? Yeah. So he texted in a survival kit, a fanny pack, actually anything that you attach to your belt, uh, a bread maker. <laughs> He said, anyone over the age of 14 that owns a lightsaber, and anyone that has a hat that says, buy me a beer. I didn't know there you had a bread maker. When did you buy this bread? I don't have a bread maker, but it seems it seems like he has a, there's a theme here. There's someone in mind when he's texting in. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. The MyPillow guy, CEO Mike 
Lindell is, is in the news. He's tied up in this whole Trump thing down in the States. Yeah, he was close with Trump, and so they... <laughs> They seized his phone while he was at a Hardee's restaurant. <laughs> what do they serve at Hardee's? Hardee's is different than Harvey's. Yeah. So we have Harvey's in Canada. It's not the same thing. Hardee's. It's just, it's funny. It's chicken. I it's think. a chicken place? Yeah, they got the same logo as Carl's Jr. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I think it's Carl's Jr. When I saw the, the, the ad or the story, it came with a picture and it was like the sign of the restaurant where he got arrested. <laughs> and of course, the funny thing is, is this is a perfect troll job from the media. It, they oh. had to point out that he's in a Hardee's. Okay, Hardee's is the East Coast equivalent of Carl's Jr. Is it? So okay. they're the same company. Okay. Yeah, because I'm looking uh. at it, I'm like, that's the same menu and everything. Ah, I laughed out loud when I saw this. You uh, know, the unfortunate thing about this is, is... I still use the My Pillow. So do I. We had the My Pillow deal with uh, with Mike Lindell there for about a year or something like that. So they they sent us the pillow. They they asked us if we were interested, and I remember talking to the salesperson at the time, yeah. and I said, "Well, I don't really feel comfortable getting on and promoting something if I actually don't like it. Is there any way you can get the three of us pillows?" And so. We all got a pillow. And mattress toppers. That's right. That and, came later, though. Yeah. And the towels. We got them later, we got too. The yeah. uh, well, you guys got the towels. I got screwed <laughs> out of the towels. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> in the building grabbed mine, I think. <laughs> anyway, long story short, um, I remember saying to you guys, because I slept on it for a couple of nights, I was like, I actually really like this pillow. Do you guys want to do this? And then we started doing it. And this was before... He was tied into the Trump thing. And then shortly after we started doing this, of course, it it came out that he's a massive Trumper and he was over the top down yeah. there. So people were mad at us. We would get these emails and complaints all the time. But also we were promote- doing the commercials twice every day. And it was it was a little over the top, but I mean it was a big buy, right? It, it not that we need to go down that path. Thank you, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> anyway, I actually I'm still using it. Yeah, I, I just ch- washed mine yesterday. I just washed mine yesterday too. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking about, I wonder if somebody, if they came over to the house and they saw my pillow on my bed, if they would judge me. We put the mattress topper in our camper. (laughs) The king size bed in our camper. We put it it downstairs perfectly. We put it downstairs on the queen. (laughs) It's still down there. I I don't use my uh, It was too soft for me. But it made my bed too high. It's just, it's... Mm needed his pulley system to be larger. Anyway, I just I laughed out loud when I saw this. I don't even know why it's funny uh, that he that he got arrested on a horse. <laughs> so Ryan Lindley, who uh famous on this show for the beer butt chicken challenge. Yes. He's that guy. Yeah. This podcast was He's long. that evil human being that's destroyed beer butt chicken for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. He had a, a funny tweet because he said the FBI will have no problem getting into Mike Lindell's cell phone because the password is definitely one of his latest MyPillow promo codes. <laughs> <laughs> Try locker room. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross. 
Grant Johnson and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. What's your name? Dave. Dave? Yeah. Dave, would you like the Eagles question or the multiple choice question? Multiple choice. What is not a plumbing term, Grant? Is it A, a nipple, B, a ball cock, C, a dipstick, or D, a cock hole cover? I'm going to go with C. We got a winner Grant, right out of the, the game, first ladies one. and gentlemen. Yeah. It's dip, what? Dipstick is not a but, plumbing. But, but an actual dip tube is dip part of a tube. hot water tank. Yeah, this question sponsored by White's Plumbing. Yes. Hire a white guy for the job. The white guy for the job. <laughs> Congratulations, Dave. You're going to the Eagles. Give us a good woo. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. This is a crazy story. I mean, good for him. But come on, man. The founder of uh, Patagonia, which is a popular brand for rock climbers, campers, and people who drive Subarus, <laughs> has given away the entire company as a way to fight climate change. Wow. So he woke up today and he signed over a $3 billion company to climate change fighters. Listen, I get it. He saw an opportunity to make a real difference and to potentially save our planet. But $3 billion, he's somebody's grandpa. You know when your parents start getting older and they start taking trips and buying new vehicles, and you're like, hey, good for you guys, but uh, maybe you could fly swoop on your next trip. Save a couple dollars, eh? I looked. This guy, Vaughn Chouinard, who founded Patagonia, he has children and he has grandchildren. And I'm sure they were all thrilled when they woke up and read that Grandpa was giving up the $3 billion company to climate change. I'll just say it. Is the planet really worth saving if you have to live on it knowing that your grandpa gave away $3 billion? I'm helping your grandfather transfer the entirety of his estate to charitable <laughs> endeavors. What's what? what? I'm giving all my money to Greenpeace, Greg. Even my part? That was the first part. The Grant Report is brought to you by Thirsty Thursday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. $7 pony jugs of Lucky Lager <laughs> and free tater tots with every drink purchase. Book today at Edmonton or TaborGloryHoleTours.com. In the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I remember when they announced the fact that they were going to do a test on these things in, in Edmonton. It's an Australian company. It's a distracted driving camera. Yeah. And uh, they've got a test set up. Is it just the one location? So, so yeah, they have uh, distracted driving cameras testing right now on the side of Argyle Road. Okay. So it's a three-week uh, research project from the University of Alberta. Um, the company uses artificial intelligence. Basically, you're driving. They take a picture through your windshield, high resolution. Yeah. If they see your phone, they call it distracted driving, and they give you a ticket. Right now, they're not giving out tickets. They're just taking pictures, and the artificial intelligence is like using all the photos they take to... And compare photos. Well, and, and to make it smarter, too. Yeah, to make it smarter. That's how it learns, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> which is but what about the people that have their phones like attached to their dash? Like That you doesn't do. count. That doesn't count? 
It, you've it wouldn't be, be able to see it, I don't think. you got to be holding it. Um, I was reading the article. It says if yeah, it's in your lap or you're holding it, it, it's it's a ticket. It says if the phone is visible on the person's body. Yes. So if it's on your lap, you're holding it, whatever. If it's on your body, yeah, they count it as a distracted driving event. The funny thing is, so the company claims that they started using this on Australia and traffic deaths went down, but I mean that's the company that is building it and selling it, claiming that. So. Oh, yeah. Well, they do that all the time. Yeah. Right? They always talk about how effective these things are. Um, listen, the reason why I'm torn about this is because the last thing we need is is more bur- bureaucracy. We, the last thing we need is, is um, more stuff like this, right? Under the guise of making us safer, there's always unintended consequences mm-hmm. of these things, right? Like slowing everybody down in the entire city is not going to make us safer. Having th- like 30k or 40k speed limits, all it does is actually it actually it's the opposite. It makes the roads more unsafe because then people get more frustrated and they mm-hmm. take chances and they speed through different sections of the city that they shouldn't be speeding through. So there's always an element of this, this unintended consequence, like I said. Um, but this is a problem. That's where I'm distracted driving. Well, and people on their phones. It's bad. It's really bad. Sometimes yeah. like, I mean, they say that distracted driving like makes you just as bad of a driver as, as drinking and driving. Like your reaction times and stuff when you're looking down at your phone. And so yeah. you heard it here first. You should just just drink and drive. <laughs> no, I said they're both bad. <laughs> Listen, it's not good, and we're addicted to our damn phones. Mm-hmm. We can't put them down. And there's a lot of people like this. It's funny because the story that I watched, right? It was a two-minute clip or whatever on one of the local TV stations, and they were doing a story on this distractive thing, and they were showing pictures with people's faces fuzzed out, Yeah, but you could tell it wasn't kids. No. They they had pictures of people in their cars across the street. Everyone's doing it. And it was adults. It it wasn't like 18-year-old brand-new drivers. It was 50-year-old dudes in their trucks. Answering text messages. On their phone, right? You know? So it's a problem, and that's I guess that's probably where I'm struggling with it because me immediately when I see a story like this, I'm of course the city of Edmonton is bringing this in because of course we're going to be the first yeah. city in Edmonton or in Canada to try this and to, and ticket everybody. But then on the other hand, I'm like, God damn it, we kind of need this because this makes more sense to ticket than than photo radar to me, which oh, is for me one hundred because if I'm going. A little bit over the speed limit. I'm not a big danger. Oh, yes, where, you are. You're <laughs> killing my children. Whereas if I'm on my phone and I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing, like, yeah, yeah that is a problem. I mean, I, I'll admit, I have a problem with my phone. And I, it's, I have to, I have to consciously, not, because if it rings or does something like buzzes or flashes mm-hmm. or something, I immediately look at my, the damn if thing. If it's in my pocket and it starts buzzing, I'm like, who is it? It's something very important right now. Yes, it never yeah. is. The cops it's are calling one of you too. They're calling because I haven't paid my parking tickets. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. All right, we did mention the location of this distracted driving camera test thing that's happening, but we'll mention it again. We were just chatting about it. Grant, it's on Argyle. Yeah, it's on Argyle Road. You can go find it. I, I don't think know. I've seen it. 
It's like a, it's yeah, it's Didn't like on t- a generator and it's kind of hooked up over. Well, and there's people around it too. Like it, it, maybe that was just the the report. I yeah, don't know if they have it manned, but there it seemed like there was people around it paying attention to something. Anyway, we did get a couple of texts about this, so we got quite a few texts. People saying just another cash cow, like photo radar, of course. Yeah, I get that, but I don't know. This is di- this is different though, a little bit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, this feels different. It feels like we need to try to do something thing, about this. The though. thing is, though, is it it seems a little bit different because it's taking a picture of the driver. So it's not like photo radar where they do, where they find the person that owns the car. They're finding the person that is driving with the phone in their hand. That's my wife I, got in an accident in Lloydminster on her way to Winnipeg when the daughter was still going back and forth to the Royal Winnipeg Ballet. Mm-hmm. And um, we had this Nissan Xterra and this this woman hit her. Um, she stopped at the one of the lights going into Lloydminster, right? Yeah. And this woman hit her at 80K. And um, there was no... She didn't even stop. No. There was no... There was no it, was, it was like, wham. And um, that girl, she was 22 years of age. And like I said, I was making a comment earlier. Every We have a problem with this across the board. She was on her phone like this. Doing 80. Yeah. Not looking at all. Not looking at all. She didn't even look up. She's texting her boyfriend or mom or whatever, Mm -hmm. like work or something, and smoked the back of my wife's uh, vehicle. Yeah. Um, And the the cops said it. They came and they looked at it and they said, well, we see this all the time. Mm -hmm. They, They don't even... They don't even react because they're on their phones. Yeah, well, they're not right? looking. I, I think there's a lot of accidents out there that are because we're on our phones. More than a quarter of accidents in Alberta are related to distracted driving. But those are the ones they can prove, too, because it's hard to prove somebody's on well, their phone. They're going to deny it. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Like, she was like denied the fact that she was on her phone. Yeah. Right? Uh, we got a couple texts from motorcycle drivers, too. Um, Tony saying, I'm okay with this camera as a person who rides a motorbike on the street. Kane was saying, it's super sketchy riding a bike, and you can see people in their car on their phones. I see it, I'd say, at least once a week. I'll drive up to somebody on the Henday or on the White Mud. And again, I, I'm not I'm not trying to escape blame here. Occasionally, I'll grab my phone too, right? Yeah, um, it's hard. Even my, um, my daughters were on me all the time, right? That's when I first started to be aware that I had a problem because mm-hmm. I'd, I'd go grab my, my like monkey bird. She'd be in the car and she'd go, Dad, get off, get your, off your phone. You're protecting me. You're supposed to keep me safe. <laughs> and um, and I, that's when I realized I had a problem when, when, when the girls started calling me out for yeah. it, right? Who can't get off their damn phones and they're calling out their old man for picking up his phone, <laughs> right? Um, and I, I've tried to... I'm better at it now. I put when I get in the car, I put my phone in that case mm-hmm. on the thing. Your um, Uber driver holder, yeah, my Uber driver holder or whatever. Yeah. And that that does that does actually keep it. At least I can see it if it's if I've got a map on there. It's in front of me. I don't have it in my hand or whatever. Neil, Neil was saying maybe get the cops out there instead of a camera and handing out tickets. I've actually seen that in Edmonton, in the downtown. I know a couple of people um, have gotten the ticket. where they're like hiding behind a light post. And you pull up to the red light, and then they're looking, and they see you get your phone, and then they tell you to pull over. That's a question. Like, if I'm at a red light... Still can't be on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm against that. <laughs> because because the thing is, is the reason why I think that's a thing is you're at a red light, right? So, and someone's crossing the road, 
and you're on your phone and it goes green and you look up and you press start on the gas, you're not paying attention to the person crossing the road. I've seen that. I've almost been driven over um, by people on their phone at lights. Plus, That's you're driving Jimmy into work every day. It's your responsibility to keep him safe. Keep him no, safe. No, but I'm not, I'm not saying him. I've seen drivers. Well, I've done that, it. <laughs> I've been out of that red light. close to hitting me as I'm crossing the street. <laughs> oh, sorry! <laughs> and then you pull out and you almost hit a midget. <laughs> I don't like it, you. It seems like most people aren't against a distracted driving camera on our text line because they do see what a problem it is. I think that's that's where I'm at. Where right? if we like, talk about photo radar, everyone is against photo radar. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, there's occasionally there's a couple people that will defend photo radar, but this and again the privacy issue is is coming up as well with mm -hmm. this because they're taking a picture into your car. Yeah. Um, but what I was reading in the article about this test and this group that's, that's established this is that they, if they do get your face, mm -hmm. they actually won't, they, they won't publish that. Yeah, they blur it. They, they yeah. do blur it. So they are making an attempt at trying to protect themselves from, the, um, from that as well. Anyway, I listen. I think we better get we better prepare for it. Also, this city council will be falling all over themselves to get this out too. <laughs> also, COVID conspiracy. Mike said, "Jimmy, if it's a green light, you should probably not be on the road. Get in, run over." No, but That's I mean, a good point. <laughs> but I mean, turning. You should be I mean, already. turning. <laughs> Speed it up there. Hey, I mean, when people are turning Jimmy's for that, crying Jimmy's out, Jimmy's that guy who is slowly crossing the road and you're yelling, yeah. "Come I on!" You've never seen me walk slowly across the road. I sprint like a... I've seen you stop to pick up change in the middle of the road. That was when I was drunk that one time. <laughs> you weren't drunk. It was right outside of work. I do remember yeah, that. it was on Calgary Trail. Although we were I trying to cross over because we were filming a video. I would have been there with them picking up the change. You were with me. <laughs> it was $3 in change. Traffic coming down Calgary Trail. And Jimmy's in the middle trying to pick up a loony. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Saw this on Twitter. People are arguing about whether or not you should put cheddar cheese on your apple pie. So I said, we should try this. And so I went to Bon Ton, which was suggested by many people yesterday when we were having this discussion. And we picked up a pie, and it looks absolutely beautiful. I've just heated up a couple of pieces for us. Mm -hmm. And we've slapped a cold piece of cheddar cheese, by the way, old cheddar. Slapped a uh, aged to aged. perfection. There Not just go. old, been in your fridge, right? There you go. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to give it a try. You've done this before, Grant. So, uh, Grant, this is how we eat apple pie. Okay. Excellent. With a slice of cheddar cheese in our house. And you've never done this either, eh, Jimmy? I no. I think my grandma used to. Is it a Japanese thing? <laughs> I'm not Japanese. This is good radio. We need an oven at work. We have a toaster oven. Oh, I should we could have heated it up in the toaster it's oven. It's in the studio here. What do you think, Grant? It's good. Yeah. It's a good way to eat apple pie. Let's see. Apple pie is probably... Uh, my favorite way to eat apple pie is with a little slice of vanilla ice cream on it, though. Yeah. Right? You need a little vanilla ice cream on it. No, I'm a plain Jane uh, apple pie guy. Just apple pie as is. I don't... It's not changing my world. I don't like to eat it, like, all in one slice. I like to have the cheese on the side. 
then have a pie, bite a pie, have and a little, then bite have of a little piece of cheese. Yeah, it's better that way. All right, all right. Well, thank I'm liking you. it. Thank you for the bonton suggestion. That is a really that's a strong apple pie. No, mm-hmm. it's great right. apple pie. By the way, we have to eat that whole pie. I'm in. I don't know if I'm in, but I'll try. He's got to go to the donair shop slash liquor store later, so he's got to save room. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This is a study. It goes kind of against what everybody might think, right? This goes, yeah, I would have thought the exact opposite. I would have thought you put glasses on to look smarter. No. Um, but the study was saying that we- wearing glasses makes you look less intelligent. Dumb. Yeah. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that really you don't need to wear glasses anymore. So if you're the moron wearing glasses, right, get the surgery. Like what? What do you? Why didn't you just go get LASIK, <laughs> you idiot? It's not that expensive. Because they did survey college-aged people. Yeah. So maybe that's the difference. Yeah. All right. So we'll do a test in the room. Are you guys paying attention? Okay. Okay. All right. Glasses Lock on with glasses, which I wear every day. Lock without glasses. You should put them back on. <laughs> My eyes are really close together. I, th- I think you should just put a paper bag over your head. <laughs> oh, where's the whistle? Where's the whistle? All right. You know what's funny is Jimmy's the guy who should have been wearing glasses 30 years ago, but refuses to. <laughs> I wish you'd wear those I glasses. Look, I look sexy with glasses on. No, you had the Hobbit glasses. <laughs> little round he ones. Harry no, Potter glasses. Little yeah, Harry, Harry Potter, Potter ones. Harry Potter glasses. <laughs> they don't fit on his head. Coming up, many are blaming Jimmy for the Jimmy Sheets himself poem yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then what ended up happening shortly after he wrote and delivered his poem. We actually didn't get the day off. Yeah, on saying he's the reason we didn't get a day off on Monday. So it was a very eloquent poem. I don't understand why it's my fault. I understand why people are blaming you, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's trying to make amends. We've got another episode of Jimmy Sheets himself. Time now for another poem from Jimmy Sheets himself on the locker room. No holiday for us. I really want to cuss. Alberta mourns the death of the queen. I want to smash my computer screen. Jason Kenny is on the way out. Monday, he could have had a cookout. Our beloved queen is dead. I am so angry, my face is red. I want some personal time to mourn. At at time... At time... Oh, a time to eat the Queen's favorite Tabor corn. I think it's going well. Yeah, I this think is we great. need. Sorry, I'm too angry. I can't even read it. I think we need to show love to the Queen. Not have a holiday. Not having a holiday is just obscene. Sorry, I was too angry to speak there. There you go. There you go. We're still blaming you for yeah. getting a day off. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Thinking I might retire in Taiwan. Because <laughs> of this? Yeah. Uh, nursing home is apologizing. They were male strippers, I'm pretty sure, weren't they? Uh, for hiring strippers for wheelchair seniors. So, awesome. 
the uh, veteran's home in Taiwan paid for a stripper to entertain seniors in celebration of the Mid-Autumn Festival. The performance, which was recorded and posted on social media, shows the dancer... Oh, no, it was giving a man. So shows the dancer giving a man in a wheelchair a, a lap, lap dance. dance. <laughs> Others can be heard clapping along. She was wearing a mask. Well, they were being safe. Yeah. Yeah, they did point out she did have a mask on. The facility released an apology. What's wrong with that? They were all enjoying it. The home conceded that the performance may have been too enthusiastic. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, you're a stripper. Uh, I've never done. I've never done an old age home. That's that's. What's the weirdest place you've stripped, or for who? He's been doing all the Zoom th- things. Zoom, been doing, I've been doing that, Zoom for do a lot of bachelor parties and stuff. Uh, I've done vans. I've done on uh, limos, uh, party buses. You went out on a camping trip one Did time with a bunch of women. That was that was oh, the camping trip. Was the camping the trip? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one was. We still have something, not heard the whole something story. Something happened something that weekend. Something weird happened, and he will not tell us. But every time he mentioned, we mention it. That's how he responds. Like, yeah, and he gets a little kind of gets like clamped, lost in thought, and yeah. There's some remorse there. How many years ago was that now? Two, That's like three years three, ago. Four years ago? Well, three. Most of those people have left the city. But I, no. we, we actually knew somebody that was on that trip, too. Yeah. That's why he gets really quiet. Radio person, right? Yeah, a radio yeah. person was on that trip from another radio station. And so that's why he kind of doesn't say anything about it, too. Okay, who did you wake up in the back of the Datsun with? <laughs> Can we change the subject? <laughs> I know he woke up in the back seat yeah. of, a, of was, a car. Was it a car? Yeah. It was an SUV. That's where I was And sleeping. what was happening when you woke up? My computer's updating. He's desperately trying to change it. Something <laughs> happened. Something happened. No. We have never gotten it's, him out of... It's interesting because he usually spills As soon as he gets drunk. And, and the only thing I heard was that um, I think I remember him saying something after we talked about it. I'm like, dude, what 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 happened? Because you 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 obviously are hiding something from us. And he was like, I don't want to talk about it, but it did get weird. Yeah, and he just <laughs> since then, four years ago, he has never. <laughs> That's that. You know what? That's the Jimmy Vault. Yeah, this yeah. is the first time I've ever really seen the Jimmy Vault because. Usually everything else, he's like, I don't want anyone to know. And then 10 seconds later, he's telling a party full of people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's 10 beers in, though, is what that is. <laughs> we can usually open the Jimmy Vault. been with 10 a- beers in, and we haven't gotten this one camping trip. You're texting Army Chris right now to yeah. see if he caught Jimmy in the bathroom, <laughs> wiping his bum. Oh, um, ask him if he's ever spilled about that camping trip stagat. Okay. See if we can get some details out of Army Chris. Texting him right now. <laughs> Can't you ever let anything go? <laughs> ever? <laughs> this is what friends do. Did I need, need new friends? Know. We need to know. <laughs> no, you don't. They're- this is the Business Spotlight on 95.7 Cruise FM. We are joined by Colin Bruce from Colin Bruce Mortgage Team. Thank you for your time today. Colin? Yeah, thanks, guys. I want to start... Many people probably heard me talking about my house shopping that I've been doing. 
Um, and it started a couple of weeks ago when my wife and I came down and visited you. You told us that the bank was willing to uh, throw a certain amount of money at us. And then we went off shopping and we're really into it now. I mean, we're at the last sort of stages of purchasing a home and, and moving from St. Albert. And it was all because of these business spotlights, to be honest. Inspired you. Yeah. We well, joked about I, that too. Well, it, it's true though, because I didn't realize we could still hang on to our house. I thought we needed a certain percentage down. Like, I, I had all these ideas in my head about what I needed to buy another home. And you've kind of cleared up a lot of those myths. And the other thing that I want to say out loud is um, what's nice about working with Colin is we walked in there with no idea about how to do any of this. Mm -hmm. And we had no resources at all. And so you had a realtor ready to go for us, lawyers, um, the inspectors. You got somebody coming to look at our rental properties to assess them for what we could uh, rent them for. I mean, everything is sort of at our fingertips with one trip to, and I know these are separate groups outside of what you do, Colin, but mm. you have access to all these people. And I thought it would be worth mentioning out of the, out of the gates here today on this business spotlight. Well, it's just people we've grown to know over the years, right? Like we don't get paid anything to refer you there. It's just they're good people that do a good job. And yeah, you, you get a good comfort with them with your customers. So yeah, I'm glad it's all working out for you. Yeah, my wife is very excited too, because um, you're, you hooked us up with somebody that comes into the place and does like a, an analysis and tells you colors and gives you like decoration tips. Where to put your wall of CDs. And <laughs> oh, I don't think that was me. That was probably Foch or like probably Megan that did, or was that Megan? from EX, EXP? Yeah. 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 So, uh, and she's been unbelievable. I think it's worth highlighting. And again, I mean, a lot of these business spotlights, we focus on very specific things. Grant's actually got a very specific question, but that was something that I, I personally having worked with you, was very thankful for. We didn't have to, we just, it was a quick text, a quick phone call. And then you had somebody for us right away and they, and they're great people and they've been fantastic awesome. to work with. So I thank you for that call. Oh no. Thank you. Colin, can you explain the difference between a renewal and a refinance? Oh yeah. So refinance is when you want to pull equity out of your home. Renewal is when your term is up and you just want to shop rates. I mean, you can do that both with a refinance, but with a renewal, basically the balance stays the same. You just go to a new lender or refinance the balance increases because you're pulling money out of your house. And you can do home repairs or anything else with that, right? Yeah. You got it. Even like, you know, we're finding you pay off higher interest debt. Um, I know some people are like, hey, I don't want to put higher interest debt into my mortgage. But if you can pay off some credit cards and then increase your mortgage payments a bit to pay down the, the credit cards, you're way further ahead. Because I mean, if you're just making minimum payments on a credit card, you're basically amortized those over 25 or 30 years, right? So yeah, it's a good yeah, option. No, yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. So why would someone refinance? Well, yeah, just as Grant was saying, it's like, you know, people are coming in with higher interest debt, or I mean, maybe it's, you know, they're looking at doing some renovations and, you know, their option is like, either put it on an unsecured line of credit or credit card or pull equity out of the home, which is at a much cheaper rate and use that to do reno. So there's tons of different reasons to do it. Now, um, is there a cost to that? Like a hard cost? Um, so with the renewals, all of your costs are covered, legal fees, appraisal fees. With refinances, 
Most of the time, the appraisals are paid for. Sometimes the clients have a bit of legal fees, which usually around six or seven hundred dollars. But and then the lenders always run these specials through our office too, where legal fees are covered. So in general, renewals no cost at all. Refinances sometimes a cost. Okay, what's the best way to get a hold of you, Colin? Uh, either call me at 780-436-2511, or you can go to my website at colinbruce.ca, 2Ls and Colin. And now that I have his phone number too, I, I've been texting him <laughs> at night for like sober rides home. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Totally fine. Yeah. I'm at the brew house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually there with you though. That's the problem. Sitting beside you. <laughs> Listen, Colin, thank you for your time today. Much appreciated. No, and, thanks, uh, guys. And we will be coming and having a celebratory drink with you if we can put all the final touches on this this home purchase that we're in the middle of uh, awesome. trying to lock up here this week. Thank you, Colin. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Thank you.